Steve Sears on Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. This is a special Gets Jerked episode brought to you by Audible.com. Don't forget to get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to pick from, from your smartphones and devices, your Androids, your Kindles, your MP3 players. Uh, this is a special episode from the vault, straight from the vault. We review Half Past Dead 2 uh, a while back, just in case any of us were gone during the holidays, which is now. So, enjoy. Hey everyone, you are listening to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy yeah. Podcast Network. Yeah. I am Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And I'm Brett L. We are comedians living in Hollywood, and we are reviewing one of the films that we watched. I have no adjective <laughs> to give it because it doesn't deserve one. A sequel. The fantastic, the great, lengthy, the movie that was made. Prison Ah, uh, The movie that was made. A sequel. Past Dead Two. Two. Half past dead two. All right. Spoiler alert, everybody. Here comes Starring, the Starring, but the reason we are oh, reviewing the reason this we watched movie. it is because it stars corrupt. That's right. Yes. Rap yes. star corrupt. Rap star corrupt. Uh that might be a stretch. What what a uh, what hippity hop group is he in? Anybody? I could never oh, self-titled album, Corrupt. <laughs> hey, He's man. a horrible artist. That's yeah. all I know from the uh, first shot of the movie. And actor. Um and uh it stars Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. Dun, 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 dun. Had they played this music in the movie, it would have been way better. When you first see him, I chanted. <laughs> yeah, it was really loud. <laughs> it was kind of strange. All right, here comes the plot, everybody. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler galore. alerts. Longtime inmate Twitch, who is played by Corrupt, gets himself transferred to a tougher prison than the From reopened Alcatraz. I was getting there. It's written in the plot. New Alcatraz. He claims it's to be closer to his lay day, but his real motives are a bit more grandiose. There he crosses paths with Burke, Bill Goldberg, a bulky prisoner who can take care of himself. Twitch, despite being less muscular, is just as mouthy and is pretty much the same. But there is a gang war brewing between the black and Hispanic inmates that explodes into a hostile takeover of the prison when the black's gang leader is shot dead and the finger points at Burke. But the situation worsens when the real killer and leader of the Hispanics, Cortez, takes Twitch's girlfriend and Burke's daughter hostage as well, betraying his comrades to escape. The, the synopsis just ends there, but that's not the end of the movie. No. Actually, quite a bit more happens in order to get to the end. Yes. But we'll just talk about that as it comes up. Yes, yes, we will. Um, okay, so this is a prison movie. Yeah. This is a prison movie. There was a this, few things noticeably ac- absent from this prison movie. Uh, such as? Uh, racial slurs. Mm-hmm. Yes. No oh. ra- No racial slurs. Uh, no, a lot no, of fucks no. and like, yeah, yeah, what you looking at, motherfucker? Uh, lots of shits. Yeah, lots of shit. Oh, some good shit lines, though. I will give that. This movie oh, had some B- good Bill shit Gar- lines. Go- Bill Goldberg had that great one where it's like, everybody's been shitting on me my entire life. Uh, and there was the other one of, uh, uh, was it... Uh, it's someone shit there and then built a 40 foot wall around it. Yeah. Oh. That was the super ambiguous opening uh, that established new Alcatraz yeah, that you and see. this tough prison warden with a flame tattoo on his neck that made absolutely no sense to why the movie opened to, up. To be, f- to be fair to our listeners, had we, we did not watch film, Half Past Dead, had we watched the one. first, yeah, had yeah. we watched Half Past Dead. The original. Which yes. was in 2002 and starred Steven Seagal and Morris Chestnut. 
The idea to this, and I guess we should just start by saying that Half Past Dead 2 is essentially the second and third act where the entire movie of Half Past Dead 1 was essentially Act 1 to get us to this point where we're at. To right complete now. the the epic, yes. if you will. Yeah, Half Although, Past Dead 1 is a salad, and Half Past Dead 2 is a big, juicy steak yeah. um, that was pulled out of the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, Half Past Dead 1 sounds to me like it's a nice like lobster salad with yeah, when, uh, beautiful like it was even released a more in the expensive, salad. More expensive yeah. This is a salad steak. with real sardines or Delicious. real anchovies in it. Oh, no, yeah, and they yeah, they fantastic. made that salad. They yeah. made the, they did the Caesar at the table. They yeah. did the wooden yeah. bowl fresh like, cracked ground pepper, egg, a raw yeah. egg and then the, sure, yeah, the anchovy sure, sure, and, sure. and you're there and it's nice lighting and there's some nice music playing some violin and then yeah, and then your cigarette. No, thanks. I'm eating. And then they say, "Have you enjoyed your Salad. Well, please uh, get in this van and go to Denny's, and your steak will be waiting there. Here is your garbage bib. And then you go, is that Goldberg sitting over there at that table? Should we go talk to him? Please don't. Please don't look at him. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there dessert coming? No. So the overall, I guess, idea for this is that this movie is struggling in a few places. And we'll go through well, it. Well, but not in the shit department. Because no. the third and final, I think the... Full of shit. The craziest shit line was corrupt saying... While he was talking to his girlfriend in the uh, the visitor's room, no glass, by the way. No, you yeah, could yeah. Reach and a maximum security prison. Yeah, you could tougher re- than New Alcatraz. Yes, tougher than New Alcatraz. <laughs> but there's no glass separating. You could reach inmates. over and yeah. strangle whoever you know did you wrong who came to visit. You. Or rape. Or rape. And these guys were very seldom shackled. No. And pretty free to move no, about. The and they were touching each other. Corrupt and his girlfriend were touching and one Goldberg another. And Goldberg used yeah. the same entrance that his that his ex wife did. Like he walked past his wife <laughs> to get to sit down next to his. At any point, he could have snapped her neck. Yeah. But in this maximum security prison for all the worst people in the world. <laughs> right this way, everyone comes through this way. Excuse me, Amy. Good to see you. Pardon me. I, we're still not talking. Oh, okay. okay. Are you still shitting on me? Because well, everybody's been shitting on me. This, this is, really does sound like a movie Steve Sears wrote. <laughs> shitting on me. This is the corrupt line. This is what blew me away. He okay, said okay. to his he said to his girlfriend, "Maybe we can get a conjugal visit up in here, and then I can do the Alaskan pipeline on you." I believe that's what he said. And that is when <laughs> you, you define sh- that rather quickly when we were like, sitting here. That I was like, "This is one of the most horrific things I've ever heard." That's when you shit in a condom. You may may <laughs> or may not freeze it. And then do intercourse with whoever with this device you've just created for yourself. The Alaskan uh, Pipeline. What a All trick. those and many more things learned in the Steve Sears acting school. You said there was no dessert. What I find interesting <laughs> is, as Steve pointed out when we watched it too, this is Bill Goldberg's second prison movie. He was also in The Longest Yard. Yeah, uh, the, very, uh, the, that was an enjoyable The third one. or fourth remake of that film. Uh, yeah, so, Each one's good. I've mm. never been disappointed by any of those. Oh, have you watched them all? I think the I know the Vinnie Jones never... soccer one. Yeah, Mean Machine. It was really good. Ugh, it was funny. Soccer, soccer's boring. Uh, I think you mean British football. Oh hello! Oh, pushy ball around. Oh no! I my, guess I... my old friend blew up. Oh, no. Corky. No. Our conversation steered off the plot, much like this movie steers off the plot quite a bit. Oh, it had one. Well, uh, no. How many times do you have to get footage of someone running down the same football, the same uh, hallway? I'm still thinking about Longest Yard. How many times <laughs> do you have to see someone running down across a giant football? They used the same prison hallway and just kept switching angles on it. Hey, look! They made a movie. That's all. I, they made a movie for a budget. That's the only compliment I can yeah. pay. And the budget appeared to not be very lucrative. Well, they, that's because they got all those prisoners to act in it. Yeah, and yeah, most of them just did a fantastic job. Uh, corrupt really 
made Chris Tucker just seem like a nice gentleman that you'd want your daughter to date. Corrupt was uh, nails on a chalkboard in this movie. He would, was not would you pleasant. Go as far as to say he was corrupt. Uh, Did he corrupt your mind with his acting style? I think he corrupted your acting school. Look, a few people we have to shuffle through just because we need the money, but we don't want them to disrupt class. You shouldn't have let him graduated. It wasn't a graduation. It's more of just a welcoming ceremony to the next phase is what we call it. He proved in this movie right uh, Rob Schneider movies don't work because you don't want to see a subordinate character that's not that funny and dies see... out in five minutes yeah. <laughs> starring throughout the entire vehicle. You don't want to see Judge Dredd with Schneider just being like, well, Judge Dredd's in the desert. I'm going to just hang out in this futuristic city. Yeah, hey, what are you, a bad guy? Come on, bad guy. What are you doing, huh? <laughs> Even the idea of Bang. the, like, at <laughs> half past one. And again, I to make sense of half, half past, past dead, dead one. Yes. HPD one. HPD one. HPD one. I had to go back and learn what that movie was about to somehow make sense of HPD 2. And it turned out that Steven Seagal's character was an FBI agent that was sent into prison in order to get close to this gang member about that gold and everything else that eventually makes sense in HPD 2. But insert HPD 2 and you have this character, Bill Goldberg, playing uh, Burke. Whoa. This character is never explained to why everybody in the prison is scared of him. Uh, no, and in fact, it, when you find out what his crime is, it's really it's, no reason to be scared so of him. So we no. have to assume that Burke worked as a greeter at Walmart. He had a house where he had a friend come over. After robbing an armored truck. After robbing an armored truck, he let the guy come in and have a beer. And he was implicated, sent to prison. Mm-hmm. So the other guy could shave off some years on his sentence. Exactly. Yep. And now just somehow he is the biggest badass in this prison and nobody Fs with him without any special forces training. It, you, It's not even established whether he was a cop or anything like that. You don't even know anything about him. I was really hoping that it wasn't... Based on the that way that he was an... sitting by himself in the cafeteria, I'd say rapist. Prison rapist. I guess we can say whatever. I had really hoped that it wasn't an armored truck. Instead, I was hoping it was a bank. So that way, I could have thought in my mind it was a it was a cross promotional movie between uh, Half Past Dead Two and The Chaperone. Oh, that would have been uh, nice. It was Ray Ray that uh, went over to Goldberg's house. Ray Ray and Burke Burke. Yeah, (laughs) 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 that he had just robbed it and then went over to Goldberg's house and then uh, you know pointed the finger at him and then that's what had happened but no they had to say armored truck this movie was ambiguous as it is they had to say truck those hey would you guys watch a movie with uh triple h and goldberg just being bank robbers and killing and punching people in the face oh i'd watch it happily i'd watch a remake of point break with those two god what would you what would the sport be would it be surfing still uh no you have to change it a little bit you can't do a direct oh, okay ripoff. what about powerlifting and motocross uh, I'd say that, or I'd say uh, parasailing. Be, it'd be like putting a lazy boy chair on top of a motorcycle. <laughs> it'd be so bulky. Both of them would have to. They'd have to add the element where they're both parents to young girls, though, too, because uh, we can't rob the audience of the interactions of these wrestlers you can't and their feel young for these children. Guys, if you don't see this tender side, yeah. because who wants to just see a movie with some giant muscly guy kick serious ass? No, oh, certainly not me. So no. you'd have them <laughs> like uh, maybe at some point they they get away from it all and they go out camping in the woods or something. And like they take that. the daughters out. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'd love to hear what that sound like between Goldberg and Triple H in, in this movie. Okay, girls, you get that firewood. Okay. Yeah, be careful though. So how's your girl doing? Good. Misses her mom. Yeah. Mine misses her mom. 
You're looking good. Thanks. Doing a little bit of lifting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Look at those guns. Oh, I never oh these guns? Yeah, yeah, those are biceps. Those yeah, are biceps. Yeah, 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 yeah. No more them. guns. Let's yeah. not touch them anymore. Yeah, seriously. I'm glad we're out. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm glad we're out. Did uh, Big Tony ask you about uh, coming back and driving the truck again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he came to me too. What'd you say? I told him uh, not doing it. Straight and narrow I now. said, no, I'm not going to do it unless Burke Burke's in there. Uh, you, you'll do it if I do it, right? Yeah, right? I'll do it if you do it, Burke Burke. It's just Burke now. <laughs> oh, it's just Ray now. All right, Ray Ray. Maybe. All right. And if you do the job, call me Ray Ray as much as you want. I'll tell you what. How about this? Why don't we both go on the job? But while our guys are inside, both of us will leave and go. Got a, we'll get on a bus. And we'll just go with our daughters somewhere and we'll have a magical day. Hey, you know what? I was actually planning on having a change of conscience. I really? think that'd be a good fit. Maybe we should shave off our fake facial hair. What? I glued this on last night. I wanted to look rustic for this gaming trip. All right, Ray Ray. Hey, uh, this is kind of weird, but uh, you had to talk to those girls yet about, uh, you know, the time of the month. <laughs> I was going to do it tonight. Well, I brought I some towels. Say, I don't know if these are work or... Uh... Yeah. I was going to say, every month, God <laughs> punches you in the stomach really hard. So much that you bleed out of your uterus. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, I was just telling him it was pure, concentrated evil and crimson yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. I should say that, too. Yeah. You look good. Thanks. Psh. Dad, there's a skunk. Oh. Oh. I think that's what it would have sounded like. Yeah, yeah. I really want to see this movie. <laughs> well, God, where do we have the paperwork? What's that movie called? Uh, yeah, we do. We do. We do have the... Chaperone Past Dead 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's three. A, so odd. Yeah. yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, I believe uh, if we were to pick titles... Well, for... yeah, yeah. Here you go. So First okay. of all... So we've just uh, created a better movie than Half Past Dead 2. <laughs> yeah, magically. But the idea... We could still call it Half Past Dead 2. Our, our producer, Phil, had mentioned something that we were all thinking, mm -hmm. that the actual name of the movie, Half Past Dead 2, makes no sense Not even in the, the actual first, plot I don't, I don't the think movie. the first film has... Uh, he called I us from his Nambla meeting. I do think that the time <laughs> element was there because Steven Seagal's character... Had to be, was only was in prison. He he was only in prison for a certain amount of time to make this connection before he was had to get out. Oh, so, so <laughs> the stakes that he had for himself in the first movie, which I haven't seen, is that eventually he'll get to leave prison. Yeah, because he's an FBI agent put there undercover, and it's like if he makes a misstep, he'll die. But other than that, he'll get out. So it actually fits. The title actually fits. Hey, man, What's why are you arresting people in here? That's <laughs> awful suspicious. <laughs> but I ain't wearing a wire. This is my Walkman. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the idea of the fact that this... Man, Seagal is jaunty. <laughs> Half Past Dead 2, this movie starring Goldberg and Corrupt, could literally be named anything. And I wanted to challenge our uh, illustrious cast here... To come up with, we've done a grab bag segment here where we've jotted down the names of existing and maybe stretched uh, names of actual movies. And we're just going to improvise how we could connect them better to the plot of Half Past Dead 2 than the actual name of this movie. Another grab bag. We got a grab bag here. It's a grab bag. Yeah. Scott Narver is going to start for us. Hey, that's my name. All right. 
It's called Nazi Gold in Mid-America. Ooh. Mm. What's it about? <laughs> it's about there being Nazi gold somewhere in Mid-America. God, it sounds... Not humorous. California. No, not, New, not York. New York. That, not that wasn't it's one real. that I submitted, but I think that that name is sort of what this movie ends up actually being about. Yes. Which is in the third act of this movie. Is if introduced, you can say that it has acts. Uh, yeah. Well, which in, well, no, if you do it, if you were to do it by a time countdown in the last 30 minutes, AKA the, the third, third act, act mm-hmm. a, a new plot twist is introduced in half past dead Two of that. There's this gold that the Twitch character wants to retrieve. My you never hear Twitch. about it any other time. Not, Snitch. I'm, not no, I'm not a bitch. That was an excerpt of the Oscar award-winning acting of Twitch. <laughs> uh, but the idea of that that name actually would explain why gold was involved in this movie. So I actually like that. Yes, name. there was $160 million worth of gold believe- bars that uh, is incredibly lightweight. Yeah, <laughs> easily moved. And for this some guy has I a thought- smaller frame than me, which and is not, saying a lot. Not particularly well hid. No, no in the, a box that was that was uncovered in a, as, in a as lot. the girlfriend says, I see the box, but, but where's, where's the gold? gold? Yeah, she was a pretty incredible. Maybe actress it's as in well. the gigantic fucking box. Give me half a second, slut. <laughs> and then I he, wish he had said that. Yeah, yeah. Man, I wish you'd been in this movie. That would have been great. I I'm just taller than that guy. We have the same frame. One <laughs> other thing before we keep going on. One other thing that was not explained and actually comical that they didn't give him enough time to rehearse. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the movie, Twitch as character we see after he's gotten his half of the millions, which for some weird reason he gave half of it to Goldberg's character. Uh, Where he's, he's can you wearing put eighty million dollars in the for bank? For somebody, yeah, without to, any of their personal details. Uh, U.S. Bank, U.S. Bank's pretty good about that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I bet. Uh, uh, the character in Switzerland puts a gold tooth <laughs> in his mouth, and the actor now cannot speak without lisping. Don't and call corrupt an actor. I apologize about that. That was what I told him when he left my school. I was like, "Don't call yourself an actor, man. You're a pretend former. Man, don't call yourself a coach. You're a pretend." But he former. couldn't even talk for the last part, <laughs> so he's delivering all his last lines like this. And Goldberg was looking embarrassed and ashamed, which he should have looked throughout the entire movie. <laughs> and he, in a way, he, he kind of did. He did do a good job, though. Goldberg yeah, yeah. did he do a bad. solid job of being a big uh, badass in, in the prison. Yeah. Being this the most movie, badass Jew that there is in a prison. Like, this he movie did a good could job. have been a chamber drama with Goldberg in a cell trying to protect his daughter with a machete he made in the machine shop just killing every member of the prison as they tried to get into his cell to kill his daughter. And that could have been the entire movie. It would have been awesome. real shame, too, about this movie is what you want to watch a movie like this for is a badass fight scene, uh, uh, an over-the-top death for the main bad guy, something like that. Something you walk away from that was like, often oh, that happened was cool. in the 80s. Like, it was rough, but it was awesome when he just spun that guy like a top and snapped his neck. Yeah. And the only time you get something close to that is in the first fight that Goldberg has, they get really excited about, he spears the guy. But yeah. he spears the first guy he goes up against after getting his ass kicked right away. But, you know, that's that was one of the, uh, the sizzle moments. That would be in the trailer. It'd be like, you see that spear, and then it's like suddenly all, all across the screen it would say, On Golden Pond. Oh, Half past yeah. dead, too. <laughs> good, good, good. Because you, uh, you throw uh, a stone into a pond or uh, a coin, and you, you make a wish. And there's ripples. There's mm-hmm. that wish has ripples, and it goes outward. 
And if you, that your wish was to leave New Alcatraz to go to Missouri to You'd Supermax. You'd be to throw a million-dollar gold bar into a pond and have your dreams come true. That's like of having lighting your... a Cuban cigar with a hundred-dollar bill. And in the mm-hmm. original, it, like the scene sort of like painting that they were doing when they wrote this movie, if they had had the budget, that gold would have been buried next to a pond. They just couldn't get the licensing for that type of uh, no, location. You, it's too They had to had fill to up that guy's garage with all those uh, fake plants and everything yes. to pretend that it was in the forest in Missouri. That was <laughs> that was downtown Los Angeles. That was oh, a vacant boy. lot by Dodger Stadium. I, I promise you. On Golden Pond. Mm. Can so, we top it? I don't know if it can be topped, guys. I don't know if it can be topped either, but we're certainly we'll going to we'll give it a try. Give it a shot. Like corrupt acting, we'll, we'll give it a try. Probably not going to work. Bill Goldberg starts as Burke, and Corrupt starts as Twitch in Chud Species. Whoa. Whoa. That's going to be a lot of work, Chud Species. Yeah. That sounds like a Judd Apatow film. <laughs> well, uh, Chud, they never explain what the gang's names are or anything mm-hmm. like that. So Gold- Goldberg know. is his own gang. He's yeah. a, he's he's a, a one-man man gang. gang. The Whoa. Hispanic gang. Could have been known as Chud, and the black gang could have been known as Species. We don't know. <laughs> they never say it. So, or you could have renamed Twitch and Burke to Chud and Species. That, <laughs> that those are, they was a really good name. Who would be who? <laughs> Chud uh, sounds like Chunk, sort of. I imagine Goldberg, kind yeah. of a big name. Hey, Chud. And you call someone Species, mm. it rhymes with feces, and I think someone really skinny. <laughs> hey, man, don't call me Species, Species. <laughs> but his I, real name is just Species. But yeah, he just gets mad when you call him feces species. That's this is lightning a, round. This lightning round. round. Lightning round. Lightning round. Boom! Like lightning. Here we go. Dolphin summer. Dolphin <laughs> summer. Well, that I guess if the... well, that was his daughter's name in the movie, right? Dolphin summer. <laughs> no, I thought yeah. that was the. I thought that was corrupt's girlfriend's name was Dolphin, and I thought uh, Burke's na- daughter's name was Summer. I, I'm just guessing, not Could've that been. I wrote that title. No, clearly that's, not. It's the title of the movie. Well, uh, you know, everybody in this movie, the prisoners, uh, the 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 guards, the warden, everybody were clearly smart as dolphins. Yeah, yeah. So how do you art smart a dolphin when you're as smart as a dolphin? It's it's like how my enemy is myself. It's a mirror image. It's we're really fighting our own shadow. It's, yeah, like somebody's got a gun and. Um, they're gonna shoot me in this and prison. And I'm in prison, and I and have a I gun. Don't, and I don't have a gun, so I've got to somehow okay. convince them to not shoot me when they have a gun, which happens in this movie. So don't shoot me. Go hand to hand fight with me. A lot yeah. of fist fights after having a gun in the. And face. over half of these inmates in this maximum security prison had guns on them when the shit went down. That was and great. the guards just did not pulling yeah. them out from yeah, behind yeah. their from the waistband and yeah. just. And shooting. the original, I guess the whole. Oh God, I hate to. Do this. Uh, the, are you going to mention the first film? I just Brett, now you're an executive producer on it. You don't have to bury it. Yeah, the, it's like I understand you didn't get, recoup your losses, but if you one wanna... of the ridiculous plot points, if you could call it a plot point in this movie, is that somehow Burke is confused for the guy that killed the the black gang member has when a bounty on his the head. The person that $10, actually did shoot him from the Hispanic gang actually shouted out, "Angel!" The guy turned around, looked at him. Everybody in the cafeteria turned to look because they saw that something was going to happen. Serving tater tots—that's all he was doing. No, but he was a man wall serving uh, tater potato tots. Oh, you and your Oakland (laughs) little weirdos. Look, we call them potato tots, all right. But a gun just came out from behind Goldberg, and it looked like Goldberg's arm. Yeah, it looked like his black arm. (laughs) So he disarms the the Hispanic gang member. 
and has the gun in his hand, literally just holding it by like the top of it, oh, facing down. You, and an else. odd character choice because he was flailing around and he was like, "Oh my stars!" <laughs> and then I've got to get back to my the, cell. The the black number two bad guy turns and looks at him and sees that the guy was killed. Feces. and was like Burke, feces, feces. I'm gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sucker. Let me touch him. Don't touch him. I wanna touch him. I'm gonna close his eyes. <laughs> yeah, these uh, so obviously dolphin summer because it's also really hot in that prison. Definitely. Hot as summertime. Hot as summertime and because you know what it's the summertime it's going to be a summer blockbuster. What oh. comes out during the summer blockbusters? Movies you've heard of before or sequels. And in this case, The Jerk, Half Dead 2. <laughs> and I it's really difficult for a movie like this to figure out who the real jerk is. Is it the warden for letting this happen in his prison? Is, is it, it the, the war, is it the warden for not having his guards have guns? That's true. Just, it, just having batons? Is it the guards that have turned and then eventually become a kill squad trying to kill uh, species and is it uh, the, the guy playing, batons? Is it the guy playing the governor who's in the movie for the last 30 seconds? But Malcolm McDowell's a creepy full, brother? You know, he gets a, uh, a montage under ending. His yeah. Name. <laughs> yeah, he gets the whole composite ending yeah. where he he's looking around and then he looks up all mysterious. Yeah. Freeze frame. That this guy's, guy's name. name as the governor. Yeah, is the real jerk the ex-wife of Bill Goldberg? Uh, ex-wife. We don't truly know what happened in that marriage, and I was in. I was. She shit on him. <laughs> okay. Everybody yeah. was shitting on him except for you his daughter, who loved him. You she shit on him. He is not cool with that. Well, well her daughter Goldberg's was about act- ready to have. Say that she wasn't coming back to the prison. I thought Gold, again, but isn't minutes. Goldberg's actual wife playing the warden's secretary? We saw that. In the oh, the, yeah, there was a, a lady named Goldberg. Wanda Goldberg. Uh, I think yeah, she he looked like he could have done way better than her. Uh, she was attractive. Uh, she's yeah, but, a secretary at a prison. She wasn't Scott. wearing glasses and had long hair and a bun. I'd say that's a pretty great uh, thing for Steve to say, considering he said the daughter and the chaperone looked like a melting doll. <laughs> Just her face. If a, you melted a doll's face. Like if there was a doll that was haunted, and oh, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was called uh, Chinga. It was an X Files episode with this doll that made people kill themselves. It was written by Stephen King, and it was a Scully independent episode. She went to, uh, I believe it was uh... nerd. Anyway, this uh, this doll made people kill themselves. So at the end, she throws it in the microwave, and it's face. You have like a and... fascination with dolls. Steve's girlfriend looks <laughs> like the Jerry Hall character in the first Batman movie. If you she has like a mannequin face that has weird painted on makeup and stuff. Did you just say my girlfriend looks like she has a painted face? Well, because you, you you dress her up like a doll because you like dolls so much. <laughs> get oh out God. of my dungeon, <laughs> Brett! Get out of our recording. Are you dungeon. familiar with what I'm talking about? Are you talking about the woman, the that... Jerry Hall character, Mick Jagger's ex-wife that plays Jack Palance's wife, where he, he he's cut her face up and put that mask on her face. It oh. looks like a melting doll face. It doesn't look like it's melting. It just looks like a doll face. Well, that's what I'm saying. You if put it was a, a melting doll face, doll face it would girlfriend. look like Maggie Gyllenhaal or the little girl from uh, For our listeners at home. Steve's girlfriend is lovely. I in no way implied that she for, looked for like For our listeners at home, uh, Steve is taking off his tuxedo and rolling up his sleeves like he is about to punch Brett in the face. Well, but instead also, he chose to lie down. I'm all also wiping off all that foundation I put on my face. <laughs> and all, it's all bleached under The me. joke was is that you make her wear a mask. Uh, I got it now. I okay. actually thought she was really hot with that mask on in the movie. I, which is why you support <laughs> your own relationships, people wearing it. But just so I, I can understand this correctly, Joker did push her out of a window, right? He says that little monologue where he's like, she took a fall out of a window. Yeah. And then he puts the mask on the, uh, on the mantelpiece. It. No, uh, Keaton, I thought Bruce Wayne smashes it with the poker. Doesn't he? 
He's like, you want to get nuts, no. Jack? Let's get nuts. No, he just he hit something else. It's yeah, Joker they were that at Vicky Vale's apartment when that happened. Because yeah, he, but they he brought scares the mask. Her. Yeah, but he scares her because he scares Vicky with it. Oh, yes. and then he smashes it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, God, what if a wrestler was in Batman? Wouldn't this have been a way better day? Because we oh, could have been talking about Batman. Played, who could have played Batman? What? Booker T. Oh. Oh. Booker Bat. Booker Bat. Joker, uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. Who played Joker? Joker. Who Look at this right here. What if he Because it's like I'm always saying, Joker. <laughs> you knock it off. I'm just gonna be crazy over here. <laughs> where does he get those wonderful toys? Sting, where are you getting the inspiration for this character? I just it comes to me. I don't. <laughs> All right, I've got another one here. Ooh, Yentl, uh, Yentl, <laughs> half past dead too. This one actually makes perfect sense. You know what? I would have put Barbara Streisand and and for uh, and for uh, Twitch for corrupt the well, recurring character from oh, the first movie in prison, like yeah. fortress. Yeah. Even if they, even if it wasn't Barbara Streisand in in uh, Twitch still, was still Fortress. played by corrupt, I assume this the whole name of the movie comes after he gets that gold tooth put in and he can't pronounce what they were having for lunch that day in the cafeteria. Because <laughs> they were having lentil soup, mm-hmm. but he couldn't pronounce it and said they were having lentil soup. <laughs> so the whole movie is just based off of the lunch order. In the kitchen, where it's a shame the because that's uh, a, that Goldberg yeah. was serving as Burke. That's what you have a printout from IMDb Pro here, Brett. And I under the production notes, it turns out that actually the entire crew ate in that prison cafeteria. Like when they broke for lunch, that's where Crafty was. And so when he <laughs> had to go up, and he had there was noodles or there was lentils, and that's what he was like lentil. <laughs> and it's really a shame because actual prisoners were cooking their food. And they were like, "Well, we don't have a name for this movie yet." And they were like, "Oh, it's between Yentl or Half Past Dead Two." Half Past Dead 2 is an amazing movie in that it's got really stupid guards uh, who managed to survive for a very long time after a prison riot takes place. Oh, yeah. They which were, is something that shocked yeah. me. After four minutes, you assume uh, three quarters of that prison is dead. Well, Goldberg safely kicked the shit out of two of them and then threw them in a jail cell to save their lives. Mm-hmm. And he Where they would choked have got one to death on. with a chain. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying because P travels through bars. I'm just saying. Like. But so many people survive after a prison riot, and uh, the guards were not well-equipped. They did not have guns at any point later. They had shields and batons to combat the all prisoners six that of, had guns unexplained to shoot each other in the that, first place. All six of that uh, sortie team, the ERT. Oh, what are they called in Oz? Who are the, the riot squad guys? Not even, no. Uh, no? The oh. Ozers. Oh, the Ozers. Oh, the football team. Yep. Uh, th- this movie sadly leaves you with so many questions rather than answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you want so much more out of this movie than is what is provided. You know what's kind of a shame is I feel like it's there. They always get close. It's like if you see a movie like on paper, it's like oh you've got Goldberg playing this guy in in prison and there's a riot and he's got to protect his daughter. It's like man, I imagine there's going to be some serious ass kickings and there's like it's not going to be superfluous do- dialogue. It's not going to be drawn out. I would have loved it instead of uh, other gangs uh, of race gangs. There 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 had been wrestling factions in the movie. Yeah. That Goldberg, because Goldberg was a standalone guy in WCW, well, he fought for himself. Definitely, but he would have to go up against these whole uh, wolf packs, if you mm-hmm. will. Yeah. yeah, these outsiders. Or he would. You can't fight. You can't face evolution. It's all around you. you. I mean, it's like a new world order. Or uh, you know, the four horsemen uh, can stop you at any moment. 
Or if you're like, uh, if you're there and you're trying to pay your debt to society, you have to deal with the job squad, you know? And they're like, go in there and print some, uh, some license plates. And also these, the kids that don't want to come see you in prison anymore are kind of like this degeneration X of people, you know? Or these, uh, these soulless criminals, uh, you know, maybe someday will rehabilitate and be a heart foundation. Oh. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great. But then you always have to deal with the man, you know, the people in charge or the corporation. Oh, or if there's some sort of dark underpinnings, like a lot of prisons are kind of run by these corporations, but they seem to have really evil motives. It'd be like some sort of corporate ministry. Yeah, yeah. Or even just a ministry, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think we answered all those questions. I think we did. Uh, all of which would have been a much better movie. Uh, final thoughts on this movie, gentlemen? Or he could leave and take a plane to LAX. <laughs> yep. Okay. Or they could somehow, this gold would provide them with magic powers and they'd all be immortal. <laughs> or they could get some racial tattoos and be ink. Ink. City machine guns. Uh, final thoughts on this movie, gentlemen. Half Past Dead 2, starring Bill Goldberg and Krupp. The only character to pass over from Half Past Dead 1, surprisingly. I don't know how they got Krupp I think Krupp uh, El Fuego, the yeah, warden. Yeah. Oh, I, Fuego just one well. quick yeah. thing about that, too, is because the, I thought that this movie... I knew that this movie was in trouble when the whole setup of the movie was this maximum security new Alcatraz thing that was not well explained. But the idea that to scare the inmates... The hard-ass warden with a flame tattoo was threatening them to get moved to another and prison. even worse That's prison. harder than yeah. the one that he runs. Once he was done painting on the wall. Yeah. When you're yeah. done with that mural that's going to inspire everybody, don't fuck around or I'm going to send you to the hardest clink in all <laughs> of the county. Yeah. yeah. And thanks for painting this tattoo on my neck. My daughter loves it. So, a lot of holes in the plot. Goldberg does all right. But, uh, but it's not a good movie. Yeah. Steve? My main thing is that I feel like they're always close. On paper, you're like, yeah, I want to see wrestlers swinging swords, shooting guns, and just doing awesome kick-ass stuff. And you, they just never seem to deliver that. If you want to see a better Goldberg movie, in my opinion, uh, two mov- or one movie that I hope to, that we watch as a group together at some point would be Santa's Slay. That is an excellent film with Goldberg in it where you get much more of what you want to see. Um, and also, if you see Longest Yard, Goldberg does way more fun and entertaining stuff in there. I, there this was, is there this was is more action. There was more action. There was more tension when the great Khalid as well in that. Mm-hmm. Kevin Nash steals the movie. He's absolutely hysterical. Yeah, in he's it. funny. Um, Half Past Dead Two, uh, my least favorite movie that we've watched. I'd say it's worse than Knucklehead. Oh wow! Yeah, because uh, I'll tell you what though, at least Half Past Dead Two did have people getting hit. Knucklehead was supposed to make you laugh, and it didn't once. Uh, and yeah, and at least Big Show farted, so that <laughs> Steve Steve laughed. Yeah, Steve loves his farts. Hey, it's me again, Steve. I hope you guys enjoyed that awesome Get Jerked episode of Half Past Dead 2, Gets Jerked, straight from the vaults. You know, guys, uh, it's good to have you around for the holidays, and I'm glad that you guys brought us into your old ear holes for this one. So, uh, from the Comedy Podcast Network and us at Curtain Jerks, thanks a lot. Happy holidays. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.